So there's no need to be nervous. I'm going just right. I'm not even doing my usual setup. You know what I usually do my setup for my podcast? I usually do the whole all right lad shit, right? I do that normally, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make it. Do all right, lads. You can do it if you want to put the mic up a little bit close to your face. Though. All right, lads. See, we're about to do a cheaper than therapy. That's nice podcast. Look at, I like that. This you is see? real now. You see, I wasn't going to do I, that to make it seem official. I was just going to kind of just hang out and chat with you. Why are you holding that? Like, like just, just because it's it. a chopstick and it's so I delicate, and I love it. It's not it. going to break. It's and fine. I'm really it. holding it like it's a little baby. Little baby chopstick. Okay. Is, yeah. Like two chopsticks got together right. and had a small one. But it needs two hands and be held tenderly. Okay. Right. So, just so we know, we're talking to my good friend, Melissa Melly, and you deal and work with, it's just something I wanted to talk to you about, it was about mental health. Yes. Right? And you're very nervous for no reason whatsoever. Right. Because you're putting yourself... True. Out there. Right. But I, I don't necessarily want to talk about, let's say, I mean, if it comes up to your mental health, my mental health. Oh, we all have mental health. Of course we do. Right. I My main concern was like with this whole uh, lockdown thing, um, because I, I'm one who spoke before about, not in great detail, but I've mentioned before and my true friends know I do, ha- I do suffer as I do suffer or I suffer uh, from depression. Right. Right. So, but I was able to kind of get myself very active so I don't sit there I don't get a chance like to ruminate I don't I've never been one of those people with, when I get depressed where I can't get out of bed you know that kind of depression which is a thing right right which is not it's hard to even want to even think to get out of bed even to shower even to cook yourself dinner even to eat even to drink water it's hard so to say you have depression and say I get out of bed is a big deal right Right, and it, it, and I know it cripples other people that way. A thousand percent. But I have been, I guess, lucky enough that it hasn't affected me in that way. I, what I need to do is spare time is my enemy, right? Right, idle hands. Right, as they say, right? Yeah. So the, one of the big things which helped me with depression is the gym, right? That's now closed, right? right? Which is a huge help for people. Yes, it's, right? Because it's a physical outlet. Right. You're getting your mind into your hands into the work okay and for people with depression you don't want to sit with your mind right you want to put it into your hands into your work right so you take away the gym now right so now i can't go to the gym right so i have to substitute right right i my the other thing is i go i used to go once a week to the movies by myself Ooh. The dark room just shuts it off, mm-hmm. and that's it. It's just me and dark. I, it doesn't work at home. I can't lie down and put on a movie, even if I'm there by myself. Right. Wait, is it a day movie or a night movie? doesn't matter. Oh, I doesn't think matter. it does. Why? A day date with yourself is a little little much, no? In what way, though? <laughs> you it's just make it fun of me. It says a lot about you. <laughs> I mean, what if I walked in with an invisible date and started reacting to her? <laughs> a day date is so much bigger than a night date. So I want to see how you take care of yourself. Are you a day date or are you a night date? Well, it depends because usually I'm on the road, right? So right. if I'm on the road, so I would go during the day because mm, at night I'm working though. I'm I have shows at nighttime. You. Super judging you. <laughs> For some Super right. judging you. All right. So what's the difference between a day date and a night date? A person who goes by themselves. You are not scared of the public. You're not... You're like... You know how... <laughs> You know how raccoons in the day... I like that already. I'm being compared yeah. to... I like... All right, go on. Yeah, my right. my habits are if compared... The first thing that came to mind... It was not... You know what Freud said about people who go to movies by themselves? It was like, you're a fucking raccoon. So 
of you are. This is a scientific fact. Right. If you hear raccoon during the day, there's something wrong with you. Right, you're rabid, right? right? You're, I get that. You're kicked away from the other ones. You're at your level. You peaked. You peaked. <laughs> so for you to tell me that you go to the movies by yourself during the day is a rabid raccoon. And I am sad, but I am happy for you at the same time. Okay. Okay. But I, like I said, I do... Anyway, I enjoy it, and I enjoy that. Uh, I enjoy that that peace and quiet, and that that isolation and, and that kind of stuff. That's right? That's what you do. Right. You take care of yourself, and that's what right. mental health is: taking care of yourself. Right. And then I've started to put my energy into other projects, not like as in we messed around with earlier, talking about like you know painting your house or whatever that kind of stuff. Not chores. While paving your closet. Right. I didn't right. do. I didn't do chores to 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 keep my mind going. Like I I better like I played guitar more. Right. Okay. Right. Play guitar more. Right. Uh, try to try to start learning Spanish, but oh. then I was like, you know what? I'll just watch Narcos. Oh my god! You're I'll just watch Narcos. That's the same. Turn off the subtitles and try to figure out what's going on. So this is me learning Spanish. Cocaña. Right. I, I couldn't tell you. I haven't got to that part yet. Right. So all I've learned was si or no or blackie. Right. That's 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 for the Narcos fans out there. Um. And then, obviously, you and I spoke about uh, further education, right? Which is yes. something when when we hang up this stuff, we'll uh, right. I want to chat more about that. But so, but that, doing all that kind of stuff made me think about other people who are not I won't say as lucky or just, but they don't have their job to go to. They no. don't have their gym, their hobbies, right. if you will. So, what advice can you give to somebody who suffers from depression or who's just coming coming back from some sort of an addiction? Now, all of a sudden, they're, they're fucking locked up. Right. So, with addiction directly, you can't take something out without putting something in. Vice versa. It's the yin and yang of nature. You can't put something in without taking something out. So, now that you are stuck in one space, you're taking out you leaving your house and you leaving either a place you're uncomfortable or a place you're safe. So now your safe place could be uncomfortable. So it is finding a safe space that you currently have that you're forced to have. This is not not to cut you off, but this is not metaphorical space, right? You're talking about an actual An actual location. living space, okay, okay. right? Because you're stuck in your own head. You walk sure. around with real estate in your head right. and it's what you put, what you want to pay rent to. And that's what mental health is. You, you're a real estate agent. You're walking around, living life, doing stuff, but you have your mom, you have your ex-boyfriend, you have your gym, you have your alcohol, you have all this stuff you're giving real estate to, you're renting out, and it's just like, who's going to pay rent when this is all going on? It's a great analogy. It's a great analogy. I, okay. You got it. You got it. All right. So what, what advice would you give to somebody who's struggling with that now? So it's not to go, this is the end of the world. This is it. My life is over. Nothing's going to be the same again. And in so many ways, things are not going to be the same again. But it's just, this is your plot twist. Hey, plot twist. Now what? So it's not like this is the end of your story. It's just like, okay, make a new story. Or this is something that has come up that it's just like, what can I make of this what can i do from this situation and where can i grow from this so it's finding something to move forward instead of 
in pause or rewind. Okay, but, but as an example, I mean, it can be something simple, but what would you, as an example, because you said find something, what is that? Right, so like you said, you're you're an Irishman yes. in America trying to speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just break that down a little. <laughs> when you say it, it sounds batshit crazy. It- well, because I'm an American who speaks American. So <laughs> I'm not trying to That's a very fake- American thing to say, too. I speak American. <laughs> I, I love America, okay? So, I hashtag, speak American. Hashtag America. So, and I have not seen the Tiger Show, so I don't know any reference on that. Okay, good. But you are going outside of your realm. So it's going out, it's it's not sitting with yourself. It's saying like, okay, I am here in this room, in this house, not doing work, not going to the gym. What can I do? Right. So it's, um, mine is, I am trying to be... Once the shelter in place is over, it's just like, okay, world, I'm ready for you. Like, what am I going to be when that world is open again? Like, when that door is open, like, it's like Black Friday at Walmart and you are at that stampede trying to get that $200 TV. It's just like, okay, world, I'm coming for you, but what am I going to grab on that Black Friday? So it's, saying like what am i going to prove once i'm out of this shell once i'm out of this lockdown so it could be like a better singer a better comedian a better performer um a irish speaking spaniard like i don't even know i guess i'm thinking about it but it's just like how are you going to educate yourself with all this time and how are you going to be better once this is over? How are you going to prove, not prove yourself to the world, but how are you going to show, represent yourself because you have a lot of time with yourself right now? I I think a lot of that too, though, is like, especially for with people who, and I mentioned this, I don't know if, if you heard the episode with, uh, with Dan Barry. Comedian. Oh, Dan Barry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so me and Dan, we brought, we, uh, we brushed on depression a little bit and, kind of I think with a lot of comics um, and not just necessarily comics but with other people is that I think your self-worth is taken away and that's a huge factor in depression I personally feel like I have lost purpose and and you like you you like legit really like you legit really really help people so your purpose is what I mean what do I do I crack a few jokes here and there share a meme or something it doesn't it doesn't matter no but like right now what's going on I feel like I fake help people because I can't help myself but I'm like I'm gonna help you like it's just like I'm nailing a piece of plywood to my forehead but I am a scientific awesome lab getting results person when it in front of you so it's but you are making a difference. If you're helping some, even though you're like, okay, yourself, your your legs are buckling. But if you're still helping somebody, right, then you're helping somebody. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, you're legit. Like your job is people come to you broken, battered, yes. right? Yes. Um. Sometimes literally. And sometimes whole. Yeah. But they have pieces missing that they don't know about. So that's what therapy is. They're like you there is a void, there is a numb, there is a block, there is a speed bump, whatever you want to call it, saying something's not right. So you some people come to me whole and some people come to me broken and that's like the misconception of therapy is like you have to have something wrong with you. Like you don't. You just need someone to talk to outside 
of your normal world. When you say someone to talk to, what like about what do you mean? Like is private, intimate, like laugh with my friends, high five my bros, kind of like comment in a comedian gesture, make you laugh way. But laughter is a defense mechanism. Yeah, I know that. Every every right, and the comedians know it the most, and they use that as an outlet because. I'm going to use my pain and I'm going to talk about my pain in a funny way and you're all going to laugh at me. I don't I, know why I just yalled y'all, but... Yeah, we're all, we y'all. Well, well, first of all, there's a bunch of comics that are just not funny, right? So let's, you know, we can hey, leave them aside. To them, they are. Right, but... Right. but I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think a lot of them, there's no honesty, right? It's If you haven't written a joke in 15 years, and I could sit here right now and name a bunch of them, there's no honesty to what they're so they're not really putting oh. themselves out there. They're up mm-hmm. there just going on autopilot. So there's no if you're if you're doing the same act. But then it's a speech. It's not a joke. But that's my point. If you're doing right. the same set for twenty years, and I know that I could just I could name ten off the top of my head right now who do that. Right? Mm-hmm. You're not connected. There's no connection with that audience. No, you're, you're a DJ auto. that plays the same track that's, over and over that's again. That's a great analogy. No matter right? what crowd it is, you're using. You're gonna say, "I'm gonna play." I don't even know what song it, it, right now. It, Jim Morrison's, like, whatever right. it is. It, I'm going to play the same track no matter what my audience is because that's who I am and that's where I feel comfortable. But you have to go where your audience is. You have to go where you feel connected. And if you're not connected on stage, you're not connected to yourself. Right. A lot of them are not connected. Not connected. Is what I'm saying. Right? A lot of yes. them are not connected. Right. Meaning that, right. like, there's no heart in their material. Right, so and I don't I don't make this episode about shitting on comics. I've done that enough. Um, they all but, suck, so yeah, you can say that. It's fine. They do. <laughs> no, I love it. I actually work at a comedy club, so right. I can't say they all suck. You can absolutely, you can. Mm. I feel sometimes I do I do a, I do a show and I'm at like say uh, McGuire's Comedy Club, which is my top favorite club. Okay. In the country. Okay. Hands down, big in the statement. world. Right. Right. And it is a big statement. And a lot of people call me on that, and I go, I don't care. Number one, McGuire's Comedy Club. And uh, I always, I, I, I don't watch the acts. I stay at the bar area talking to whoever my friends are. Right. And if none of my friends are there and it's just a bunch of comics that I just don't, eh, right? I, I'll sit up there and I'll go over my set again, even though I already went over it. You block it out. I do. But the, sometimes I'll go to the back of the room and I go, I hate, I feel so bad for the staff here listening to the same shit. And a lot of them are terrible, right? Yeah. A lot of them, right, are terrible so I feel bad for, for, and a lot of them are not getting laughter, right? So, no. but I, and but they I, think it's gonna hit, and I feel when they know it's gonna hit, like this is gonna be it, and it's just like, not crickets, but it's just like a giggle, and it's just like, oh, I felt that. But I, I admire that guy more for bombing with trying something. For trying, I have no idea how the respect and how much I love that. But I always feel bad for the staff who are not like in the same mentality. Even though we're all in it together, right? Because and I said this: without you guys, we don't exist. Without us, you guys don't exist. And people think, yeah, that's not true. You can turn on Netflix. Trust me, to to be a comic, the biggest comic who's on Netflix right now, whoever it is, goes back to a club, right, and works. And, no matter what happens, you can say. And, and that, all that these, teamwork. All these Netflix specials are being taped live because yeah. you go off of the audience reaction and participation. Right. You can't have a stand-up 
by yourself. Right. You can. It's not going to be the same. But it's just like you live for the reaction. And that's why you go on stage. Because you're like, you want someone to relate. You want someone to laugh back. You want someone to be like, oh, shit, that guy's fucking funny. Right. Oh, my God, can I curse? Of course you can. Oh, fuck, shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's hoping none of your patients are listening. Uh, Uh, But... But to go back on that though, but to go back on what I was saying yes. on that is that the comics who go up, um, we kind of got sidetracked, but the comics that go up with their set, the same set, like I hated when I go to a club and the club owner says to me, I need you to close out the show tonight. Meaning, right, you're the last guy on certain clubs. Like now I have no room for a new joke. So now I got to go up and do air quotes, the hits, mm-hmm. right? Because I have to be the last mm-hmm. guy. Right. No, certain clubs don't run that way. Certain clubs just run... Six comics and that's it. Same length of time. No one's a headliner. Here's the order. The only reason you're up in that order is because that was the available time. So, but certain clubs will go up and say, you're the last guy. So, so you have to be the best guy. It's right? added pressure. It, it so is that's why isn't. the hits come have to come out. Because so I cannot be, I can't go up there and play around. You can't do new shit. I can't, you, can't, right. you can't be like, let's try a new joke. Right. Or I have to be. Be the, myself. You have to be the old version that got a response. Right. Right, yeah. and I have to give them. So that's the kind of shit I feel bad for the staff for. Right. Where they walk through and was like, "Yeah, but get it." We, oh, we, I've I know this joke. I've definitely repeated your joke. Of course you have. I've definitely, uh, and that's terrible I that you I did. I think I like lip synced. Oh my god! See, that's you're like, "Hey, lady, <laughs> move your fucking baby." <laughs> I hate him. that. I bring it to outside of McGuire's. That's with terrible. Me. I'm so sorry. Anytime that's infected someone you like that. says, "Hey, lady," I finish the sentence. <laughs> Swear to God with move oh, your no. fucking baby. Oh, no. I've I think I did it you. today at work. Oh, my goodness. I went back to work today because mental health is... Yeah, it doesn't stop. Nope. Doesn't the last stop. time I got a raise was when Trump became president and then when there was a pandemic in the world. So I'm back to work full time right now. So people are feeling it though, right? People are hurting. People that are not anxious now have anxiety for the first time. So you can only imagine the people with anxiety or depression be like, welcome to the club, motherfuckers. Like, where have you been? Like, this is this is real now. Like, you're all on my level. You get it. Like, when I canceled in January because I didn't want to go out on a Friday, now you're feeling what I'm feeling because you're all in panic mode and you're all like, the world is over kind of mode and you're feeling a different way than you normally feel and that's what depression anxiety is you feel a different way than you normally feel and it's not you in control of it It, you're being taken over so that pandemic has been taken over and that's where we are so how do you talk to somebody like that oh my god how do you talk to somebody let's say this thing never happened how do you talk to somebody with anxiety in general? Like it's because like, they're really just running. Well, you can't say everything's going to be okay. You can't say that, you right? Because you don't know. <laughs> if a therapist tells you everything's going to be fine, sweetie, you get another That's therapist. That's what your mother would do. No. You get, <laughs> right. You're the best kid in this class. You get another mom. You get okay. another therapist. Because it's not. I have no idea what tomorrow brings what even june brings and we're talking about like shut down april may like we're talking about like months in advance and for someone without anxiety to be like i don't know what the next two months are gonna bring you can't put that into words you can't yeah so to tell someone to be like wait it out or or just get over it. Get over it. Move the fuck on. That's a like, big one. That's a big one. Ah, you're fine. Get over it. Yeah, right. It's you're you're okay. Like 
you're fine. Yeah. Get up. Get back on that horse. Like, what horse are we getting on? Because there's not a horse in sight. Like, <laughs> there's no horses to be had to get back on. Or the bicycles. Like, whatever. The analogy you want to say is, I can't tell somebody with anxiety or OCD or depression to be like, it's going to be over soon. There is no soon. There is no timeline. So just, you have to be able to say, what can you do now? And it's being present. It's not thinking future. And that's where anxiety is. Anxiety is worrying about the future and depression is living in the past. So it's kind of finding... So you got to find that sweet you spot. you got to find that medium of wow, like... Wow, I didn't gotta, know that. Depression is past. Anxiety is future. Because anxiety is just like, you're predicting things that never happen. Like I have so many shower moments of arguments of like, yeah, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that and all these future arguments. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real fucking debater in the shower. Like I will... I will kill you with words in the shower. But like in real life, that doesn't happen. But I'm I'm prepared. I'm ready. Like I'm battle ready. And that's what anxiety is. Like your, your body telling you to be battle ready. Depression is like, oh, I was sad and I'm going to stay sad. Like I'm going to stay like in this bubble and not let anyone in. So right now, the only thing you can do is not be depressed. Like, and I don't want to say not, but just like, Avoid being the past, avoid being the future and just living in the present. And that's why like you pick up a guitar, you pick up your Espanol for dummies, whatever you want to call it. You pick up something now because that's the best and only thing you can do. Because the future for anybody is so unpredictable that I can't even as a therapist say what's going to happen next. So it's picking up your what you can do for yourself right now. So you said depression is in the past, but but not all depression is um, from. If I may speak out of class, but isn't a lot of it kind well, of? Well, you're it's, wrong. It's no, not, I'm <laughs> you're wrong. A lot of it's not like situational, right? A lot of it is like chemical imbalance in the brain. It is. And, it is a it's so, a physical that you can't control, but it's because. Where does that come from? Oh, I don't freaking know. Okay. No, I don't. I don't know That's because fine. it's. It's individualistic. It's unique. It's my thoughts are my thoughts and your thoughts are your thoughts. So me being depressed about my next boyfriend not texting me within five minutes is me thinking that my last boyfriend was cheating on me because he didn't answer in five minutes. So it's you. It's kind of like anxiety, depression, but it's just like you've been there already. So you're preparing for the worst kind of thing okay so so you sitting with yourself now as in depression is just like i can't see anything better than this because at one point that's where you were you couldn't see anything better than you were in that's okay (laughs) self-doubt right and that's that's yeah that's 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 huge right but and that's what my my thing is with a lot of these comics and and i i just randomly throw a text to people i don't really talk to that often normally unless i bump into them at a club and I've been randomly just throwing out text messages. Hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? Right. right. And hey, that hey, means it, right? so much. So it might mean so little to you, but it means so much to somebody else. Like as a therapist and as a human being during this quarantine, I shut myself off. Like I text bare minimal as compared to when I was social and, and not in quarantine because I'm protecting myself. Like I'm right. not letting anybody in because I'm just like, 
what do you say? What do you do? What can you talk about? So I'm just like, I don't have nothing to talk about. So it's it's getting outside of yourself saying, I'm going to text someone because they meant something to me. So it's helping you, but you have no idea on the other end how they feel. So someone texted me who I haven't seen in years and they're like, how are you? And like, I didn't have to answer. And right. that just meant everything because I'm like, they still think about me. They still care about me. There's something that made them think of me in that moment. And that is huge. That's like for a comedian. You can go to any comedy show. You can go to any restaurant. But you chose to be here to sit with me on McGuire's on a Friday night. And that means everything. And it might not mean that much to them. It's just a regular Friday night. But to you, it's just like you're si- you chose me. And that's a huge deal. So... It's it's a big deal just to reach out even with a simple text high. You don't need anything more than that. Yeah, I mean, and again, that's that's the road I've been like a lot of people that I normally wouldn't text. I'll say because let me just throw it. Cause, but the weird thing is about when you deal with depression, especially when you're in it, like in the mm-hmm. I won't even say the eye of the storm, but when you're in it, because you, you don't know the eye of the storm, you don't know, you right? Don't. And you, you don't. and you don't want to ever admit right. it because you and think, you don't want to ask for help, right? Because you don't know. There's an end. When you're in depression, there is no end. You think you're in that feeling forever. Right. But I, I, I said to you too, it's like, because I, I really, I'm one of these guys that don't believe therapy works for, for me. Oh, for, God. For, for, again, that's mm-hmm. not a, an, an arrogant or an ignorant statement. Um, but like for me, it's, it, it's like I said to you earlier, like it's, to me it's like, I know it's not gross. It's like a woman's period. Right, which it's, I said you should lead the other way because but, it makes sense once you explain it. Right, but it when does you make say, sense. But I can't just. My I, life is a woman's period as an Irish man who's trying to speak Spanish. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. But back I, I, to that, I, I but. don't come up at the end of it. Go, and that's why depression no, is like you a gotta, period. You gotta, you gotta lead <laughs> with it. End. It's just like. You, you know when you get that text message saying, we got to talk? You, you can't say. Because in your head, there's so many things going on. So as a female, when you're saying, your life is a period, it goes a million different ways and not in the way that you are ever implying. But that implying. just means, all right, let me buckle up and see where this ride takes us. Right, let me explain. but we're, oh, we're already rode. We're ridden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we, we brought it on. Like, <laughs> bring it on is brought it on. So... I honestly thought tampon when you first said I am a woman and I'm just like why no 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 how I compare it for me how it is for me is that and for any female I've spoke to right over over the years uh, uh, when you're but you, you did wait you did say everyone laughs when you first say that yeah so yeah I, but I've not I tried not to right, and I, I tell you what let me explain it, it mm-hmm. and then if I come up at the, at the end of it with right. the analogy right. I want you to correct me on how I should tell use that analogy all right, so here's my analogy about mm-hmm. it right is that every female that I've known so I'm not speaking for all we, women every female you're generalizing cool okay, I'm not therapists doing that I love said. that keep going so I'm not speaking for every every female any female I've spoke to like usually about two to three one day they know the period is on the oh, way. You know They've the got flow. that feeling, oh, right? Oh, you know the flow. They know. Okay. They know within their their hormones. They know within within their 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 body itself. So for me, depression, like I know when it's on the way. I'm like, oh fuck, here it comes, right? That is a okay. right. So when it arrives, yeah. I like I know how to deal with it for myself. I right. know how to. I know what's coming, and I know at the end of a week, sometimes two, maybe longer, which is very rarely longer, but usually a week or two where it's bad, and I know how to batten down the hatches, right? 
And then once it's gone, then I'm back to being myself again. Right. So I think that's a decent analogy. <laughs> yes. But I fully got it after I was pissed I'm and not, thought I'm of a tampon. I'm not a fucking chauvinist who's like, ah, oh, women are just depression's like a period. <laughs> Okay. All right. So that that's uh. Like, oh, now I'm depressed. It's like a day that it just. Um, yesterday I was so happy, and then now today I'm depressed. Like, good for you that you feel like. Right. You so. Feel like no, but, but not good for you for saying you have a period. No. 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 no but <laughs> that that's the point. Because, that's the point I'm trying to make, right. though. Right? Is but that okay? But so not other people have that. Like, you like gotta, I have it. You gotta reword it saying I'm in tune with myself. Oh, that's a terrible. Oh, in that's tune. awful. Oh. Who wants to hear you that from say a person? Words like therapeutic, hot words like reconcile and in tune. Yeah, but I my, can't say it to a bunch oh of comedian God, friends when we're I driving. Am, I am therapeutically have a boner right now when right. you say into you don't say I'm a fucking period right you don't yeah, like, say that I don't drive but the, the, the way because I honestly think tampon and then I honestly think like chocolate <laughs> so I went two different places but you went feelings and I went cramps right <laughs> so it's two well it's not a word two different places as a female so you ended beautifully like right? you're like I stuck the you landing. are the closer on that one <laughs> you suck the landing but you gotta lead with I feel my body instead of ooh I know instead of feeling my ovaries are dropping it's it's a storm yeah but it's happening I can't get and it. I get I get the analogy but to tell a female you have your period I think <laughs> chocolate cramps and tampons so I don't get the because now I relate to you on a personal, intimate level, that you didn't lead with and made me mad at first. <laughs> made, made you mad. Made me mad because I'm like, you have no idea. I you don't. That's don't. why I said I'm not speaking. And it happens monthly. I know. It's so sad. Right. But it's happy <laughs> for those who don't. Who right don't want the alternative, but it's sad for those to be like, I wish this wasn't. An everyday thing. Which I don't wish it was. And that's why right. I said up front, I didn't want to come across all chauvinistic, but that was the... I mean, it, if you can come up with a better analogy for it. Like, I can't get into a car full of comics driving over to fucking and Boston you're in do tune a gig. With my body. Hey, lads, guess what? What's wrong with you, mate? I'm very in tune with my body. Like, fucking pull the car over, we'll walk. Oh, my God. We'll I'm walk. six to midnight. We'll walk. I'm six to midnight right now. If you got into the car with me and a bunch of therapists, it's just like, yeah. No, but nobody I does that, half though. off your copay. You got this. Like, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you can't say that don't you i understand your i understand how you pro another another therapist word i understand how you process uh, okay you having a male period right i process it and i relate to you and i get it but you don't lead with the the full <laughs> the full period without Without even knowing, because I am angry and I am sad and I am hungry and I am <laughs> horny and I am dry all at the same time when you say the word period. Oh, right, you know what? I'll change it. I'll find something different. It's like I'm going fishing right. and just I gotta right. get the worm you didn't catch on the that hook. One for me. Right. It's fine. No, all we're right. not I'll... eating ahi tuna tonight. Oh no. wow! Cheers. So I'll uh, I'll no. I'll uh, I'll mix it up a bit. <laughs> no, but you you. You got to the end. You knew that you can process that like, oh, I used the process word again. You can feel that it's coming. And you do. And sometimes you don't. And it's right. a sudden. 
and then you don't know you don't know your trigger and that is a mental health word is, is your trigger, trigger there's is always just, triggers really it's unconscious and conscious and so every kind of conscious subconscious unconscious conscious dream awake woke whatever you want to say there is a trigger and sometimes you know it and sometimes you don't and the times you don't know the trigger is when you sit with it longer is when you sit with it harder because you don't know why it happened and you don't know when it happened and you can't explain it. So now it's like, all right, why am I sad? I don't know. So I'm going to stay sad. It's just like when you have a trigger saying my period's coming, I'm going to eat chocolate and just like, I know why I eat chocolate kind of thing. So it's saying I'm when you get sad out of nowhere, I feel like it's harder to come out of because it's just like, why am I sad? And then it's just like when a girl is crying and then you're like, you ask a girl, why are you crying? You're like, I don't know why I'm crying. So it's like right. one of those moments. Like you don't ask a girl who's with a gallon of ice cream and a bottle of wine. <laughs> are you OK? Because you're obviously not. And he gets this and it's telling a person with anxiety or with having breathing problems to calm down. Because the last thing you want to hear is calm down. You don't tell a uncalm person to calm down you don't like that's rule number one you don't ask a girl with ice cream and wine to say are you okay you don't ask a comedian who didn't get a laugh like hey guy that was funny oh like, we love that oh fuck. Oh, we no. love it when a comic is bombing it's the fucking best it is to sit in the back of a room when a no. comic is bombing. Like, that was great, buddy. Gold. Mate. What is it? Mate? Mate. I say mate. Mate. Lad. Mate. Mate. Um, when we see a friend of ours bomb, it's the fucking El best. El Chapo. Chico. El Chapo. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Blackie. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, it's just, you don't, it's you don't say, not the obvious, but the unobvious for the obvious okay. reasons. Like, you don't say, like. It'll get better when you're sad or right. don't be nervous when you're anxious or that was funny when it freaking wasn't so, to just to make someone else feel better because it's not making them feel better. You're enabling them. Oh, another psychology word. Okay. Enabling. This is why I came to you for these words. Hi, don't I'm worry. Here. Don't feel bad. Let's write this so down. So what advice do you have oh, for God. somebody who's living with someone or dealing with someone and all of a sudden, like you said, you see someone having that panic attack. Yeah. Don't say, you obviously don't say candy, but how do you, what do you say? Okay, so this is a misconception of therapy. We don't give advice. Okay. We don't. So we make you, make you figure it out. That's lazy. I know. <laughs> it's so trickery. That's like if I it's do carpentry I got a and I come to your house and make you build your own cabinets and then charge you five grand for but it. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the Ikea guy that is in another language making you figure it out on your own. Right, right but that's you get what, what you pay for that's with Ikea, what don't you really? is. Right, you're getting your $65 worth of dresser, but you're getting your 16 different nut bolts, whatever you want to call it, and you have to figure it out yourself. There's no words. There's no guidance. So I can't give you advice. If I, as a therapist, give you advice, I am not doing my job. Right, you're liable then, right? If someone's, right. Yeah, if okay, I, I tell it. someone, I like to, to go deep, it's like if I tell someone who's cheating on their wife to divorce their wife, like, what happens to them and their wife? Right. If I tell someone who's a battered woman getting abused emotionally, physically, mentally, whatever, by their husband, and I tell them to leave, then the husband goes after them harder. I'm responsible then. So I can't 
decide or advise your life for you. I can say like, let's figure it out together. And it's not a one size fits all. And that's what therapy is. And that's the power of therapy because I can't write a book today saying do A, B, and C. You've got to figure out what A, B, and C is on one person. It's not a, like I said, you can't generalize. It's not a it's a snowflake. Therapy is a snowflake. Everyone has their different parts and not one snowflake is a alike. But you can't say like everyone with anxiety has to do yoga or read a book or take a bath or not everyone with depression has to like go on a jog or go to the gym to get things out. I can't generalize how to treat a certain symptom because it's individual based. So I can say to do something that makes you feel right, but it's getting, as a therapist, it's on one-on-one, getting to know who you are as a person. So I know for you, your outlet is comedy, so I'd be like, do something that makes you laugh or find something that gives you new material. Whether it's like pushing a kid down the stairs, I can't advise that. (laughs) Definitely not, but I'd be like, that's something that would get you out of your own head. So it's it's not advising, it's guiding into you as a person compared to people as a person. Do you know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. So I can't advise saying everyone depressed right now, get over it and leave it at that or say, read a book or watch a Netflix special or listen to a podcast and your answers are solved. Your answers are not solved. And that's why people go to therapy. They think I'm going to be a magician with a chopstick and a microphone (laughs) stuck to it. Like bop and say this is what you do because you can't and i wish i could and i wish there was answers for everybody so isn't therapy and i i never want to use the word just because that's uh just i hate that word terrible word right Right, um that wasn't wasn't that a johnny depp movie too where he said that oh there's so many johnny depp movies and he's a battered woman by the way when he played in finding neverland remember that one i thought you were gonna say finding nemo no the little little boy says to him about the dogs it's just a dog and he's like oh what a terrible word just whatever however right um so i hate that's what i hate using the word just Mm -hmm. but like so right so is isn't therapy kind of just again i said it again i'm sorry but watch your words vocabulary that's just as easy Uh, as fuck right Would you agree okay. that therapy is an is I can't try to sidestep Mm-mm. it, um, but isn't it a way of you talking out, you doing the digging yourself until you find the gem that's causing all the fucking radiation in your life? But basically. you're finding the rotten berry that's making all the fruit go bad. So it's I, but as a therapist, I can't be like, so how does that make you feel? That's so cliche. Also, so it's not me as a therapist. I'm here to listen. Right. And that's it. But if I see an opening, be like, why are you feeling that way? As opposed to let you keep talking and talking and talking and circling and coming back repeatedly like a broken record. You're willing to do the work. Yes. You have to... I have to make you skip that track. I have to make you see past the broken glass. I have to make you see that there is more to what you're stuck in. It's It's quicksand you i as a as a therapist i see patients falling and falling and falling into quicksand but i can't advise say like hey calm down or hey do this to get out of it you have to know how to get yourself out and that's what therapy is and it's and it's sucks 
as a patient because it's just like, why am I paying you? But in the end, the result you get is like you find out who you are and how you can handle yourself and what you can do for yourself. Because it's just like saying to an alcoholic, the first problem is saying you're an alcoholic. Right. So as a depressed person, the first problem saying is I'm depressed. It's naming it. Even if you put a name on your monster, say your name is Peter, right? Whatever the name is, it's saying Peter is here today. Instead of let's use Peter instead of period. How about that? Like <laughs> I'm Peter's visiting me this week, right? Let's just say Peter or Tommy or Tom, whatever you want to say. Todd. Not Thomas. Todd, right? Let's Todd is here this week instead of saying like Aunt Bertha or whatever the word is for period. But like put a personality to how you're feeling. Put a name to how you're feeling and it minimizes that feeling then, but not in a negative way, in a positive way saying, Peter came is here. Peter came. I know how I handled Peter last time to make him happy to get five stars on my freaking Uber review or my Airbnb. So how can I make Peter happy this time? So it's putting a name and I'm probably circling so much right now. It's, it's fine. It's I'm so off track, but it's putting a name to your feelings. So it's saying like, so you coming to me with depression and it happens every week or it happens every month or it happens spontaneously. There is such things as seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. There is such thing as like daylight savings depression when the dark becomes darker or when it's lighter out. Um, the winter, there is winter blues. That is a medical term that... So it's putting a name to like, oh, Peter's coming for January and February. How can I fix Peter? And I don't know why I said the word Peter, but it's just, it's putting a name to it. So it's you, not me advising you how to treat Peter. It's you saying like, I did this to Peter or Peter is here because of this. It's just like saying like, how can I have Peter leave without evicting him? And evicting can be so many things. It could be physical, like cutting or, or taking drugs or su- even to the point of suicidal. Sure. But it's just like when you're in depression, it's just like it's putting a name to it. So you can put a name to it to say, I am better than Peter. or I'm stronger than Peter. or I know how to handle Peter. So it's getting to. So as a comedian, you saying I'm going to make a joke about my shitty life it's just like you put a name to that joke you put personality into that joke even though if if it's intimate or not Mm -hmm. so it's instead of saying period you could say like oh hey Peter what's up like let's be friends but you're leaving like you're like you can't stay here so kind of thing and that's my advice as a therapist so I I didn't give you advice right I just said I made him a person I made him someone accountable so you sitting in depression is saying like i'm never gonna get out of this feeling this feeling sucks be like okay so it's like who who what uncle or what cousin do you not like and put a name to it and be like okay how do i get rid of like shylin or whatever irish name the declan oh declan there's so many declans out there plenty of them right many too many declans i have 16 cousins that are patrick's that are policemen that play the bagpipe, right? That's just a walking cliche right. of the house. And Sheila, I have 17 <laughs> Aunt Sheila's, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a right. big one. So it's putting, maybe not like putting it directly as like a personal, like saying something that's not connected to you, but that can be connected to you, that you can 
put in a different perspective and you can take control of. And depression is you're not in control. And how to get out of depression is you take back control. So like you said, like it's like I could still get out of bed. Not a lot of people can. Right. So it's saying, what can I do to get out of bed? And even if it is make myself a meal, take a shower, um, go to my neighbor, read a book, do whatever. But it's it's putting control back into your life. And that's how you get out of depression. But that's not me giving advice. Sure. That's me saying, what have you done and what can you do to someone that doesn't belong in your rental property? Going back to the real estate. It's called a callback. Mm. So if you... Was that a lot? That was a lot. That was perfect. Okay. That was really really good. No, that explained a lot too. Really did. Okay. Um, So let's say you you find that, and I know in therapy they call it that aha moment, or you find the root of the problem. The light bulb. The cartoon light bulb. Right. Right. You find the root of the problem. I'll give an example. Like I... I've never been to therapy, right? And I, 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 but I could always, if I sip. Do you feel like you're in therapy now? Because you're in I therapy. I really don't. Now. You're in therapy. Now. I really don't. I'm this learning is therapy. a lot. I'm learning because I don't feel it's specific to me. It's like I want to try. I'm therapizing you right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> but we can. Um, okay. But I can find like if I like certain things like I can go back in my life, right? I can, I can tell you that that I can pinpoint the eight. I can tell you the reason why I don't drink coffee, right? Because I can remember as a kid, very very young five or six me and my older brother my younger brother wasn't born then and you would have these cabbage roses which are a chocolate right mm-hmm. and every christmas they would every house had them at christmas in ireland and you would open up the lid and then there'd be a map right you know the map of all the chocolates yes. and we would just fucking throw it away right so you would just eat them and try guess what they Ooh. were right so i remember eating one and just nearly puking up and my dad and oh that's coffee and i've never had a cup of coffee in my life because it was a traumatic Because moment. of that, right? Right. And then my grandfather on my father's side was, this always comes out bad, but he, he wasn't a bad man, but he's one of those people that took a joke too far. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, there's always a line and crosser. My, my, my dad oh, was like always. that. Like, I remember one time my dad brought yeah. me out into the ocean, like on the beach, right? And he would bring you out, me and all my friends, and he pulled my shorts off and kind of ran in, you know, like, <laughs> ha ha, leave me out there with his shorts on. I'm like, all right, five minutes is enough. But like, it was there for a long, long time. Right. I'm like, fucking come on You're right dingleberry right and right. i have no problem with nudity yeah. okay. um so that did that part didn't scar me but my but his father was like that i mean he took the jokes too far so yeah. he would do these things where like we pretend pretend by the way folks to burn me with a cigarette right mm. pretend to never it was always in a joking way it was never no temper right. nothing and i've never tried a cigarette it's, in my life it's a threat right so it i can pinpoint it to that thing. right so if you are in therapy, right, and whatever you said, because everything comes from somewhere, right, yes. and and if you come across that, like I now I know I don't why I don't drink coffee. Now I know why I've never smoked right. in my you life. You put one sentence and another sentence together, and that's what therapy comes in. Right. So when you find that that light bulb, as you said, right. what exercise do you have to get rid of it, to deal with it, to know that it doesn't haunt you or affect you anymore? Or like, you know what, fuck it, I, I'll, I'll have a cup of coffee. Right. Right? Like, I don't know if it's a... Is there a way or is it just... I was no. going to say, I don't think it's a way of getting rid of it. It's acknowledging it. And it's... It's the famous word is accepting it. Okay. You accept it. Like, oh, hey, my... I had... Terrible chocolate. I threw up. I'm never having uh, coffee. Sorry, not chocolate. Right. I had coffee. I hated it. Had a bad experience. Never going to do it again. But it's, it's your, that's your inner child. So your adult man now as, a, as saying it's like, I had a bad experience, but let's give it one more try. 
Or you could say, I had a bad experience. I don't need to even think about it. But if you're thinking about it and ruminating in it, it's kind of worth giving it a try, but in a safe environment. Right. So it's not you drinking coffee thinking you're going to vomit and and you're in public on the train and like something bad's going to happen and you're going to be embarrassed. It's like you sipping a cup of coffee in your comfort, knowing that like if you throw up or if you get sick, just like you did, why you hated it in the first place and it happens. Okay, it happens. And if it doesn't, it's like, okay, like I'm not not so much scared, but I'm not limiting coffee anymore because I'm at a different place mentally now. So it's it's being able to say that you're willing to try versus I'm not willing to try, but I've accepted that it's not something that I want in my life. So okay. some people that are alcoholics come from families that are alcoholics, don't even try alcohol because they're like, I know what it leads to. Um, but it's a matter of like, if you try it and you like it and you have a good experience, it's just like you get into that whirlwind of like, oh my God, my life is over. I'm going to turn into my father. So it's, there's, there's a lot going on with what I'm saying, but it's just like, it's you either accepting that you'll try and give it a chance in a safe environment, or it's you saying I'm good and being okay with it. So if you sit with it and think about it and think about it and think about it, obviously it's on your mind. Obviously it's something that you want to do but are not comfortable doing. It's being able to do it not under pressure, not under duress, not under um, because your friends are doing it, not because your family thinks it's the right thing to do. It's you being comfortable saying, I'm going to drink coffee and I'm going to be at home sitting in my couch, sitting with my family. And like, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. If I get sick, I get sick. But it's not saying like, oh my God, why don't you drink, uh, why don't you drink coffee? Everybody drinks coffee. What's wrong with you? You're not human. It's not feeling that pressure and that negativity. You don't want to put more negativity on something that was already negative. So it's saying like, I had a bad experience. I'm either going to be like, here, hold my beer. I got this. I'm going to do it again. Or it's like, I'm good. And whatever you say is not going to affect me. It's it's the matter of like, if it affects you, you have to, as a therapist, it's trying to get to why does it affect you? So it's, it's a lot of breaking down. As a therapist, it's a lot of breaking down. Right. I'm not advising you. Sure. I'm breaking it down. And you're telling me, but I'm getting, I'm making, I'm, allowing you to tell me and go deeper and deeper and deeper without you even realizing it sometimes. Like I put fear and pain together because my therapist said something in my past. I'm like, oh shit. Like I was scared of something and I never put it was because of something that was negative in my past. Now that's the same sentence. And now I'm like, okay, I'm scared, but I'm like, I'm good because that is not present that is not i'm not in the same environment i'm not in the same situation i'm not in the same toxic relationship i'm in a new place that i'm okay if it happens again okay oh my god i feel like it's just me talking no, it's fine <laughs> this is why i have you on the less talk and i do the better no! the less talk trust me this is awesome for me it's like wow he did an almost an hour podcast but he didn't say shit no! i love it Trust me, I, I, I love it. Oh my it. God, people listen because of you and your accent. I'm not going to lie. No, it's, trust me, I hope it's because it's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm now somewhat educational. I want to try to get education right. on it. It's just, it's just me as, as an advisor saying like, 
And if you were in therapy right now, I would not say a peep. I would be like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know how got to talk, you. though. That's the problem. I got you. That's, that's, well, clearly I, I do on a chopstick. <laughs> I'm free-flowing right now. I am my own ship. I am the captain right now. And I'm just... And I was there was thinking I didn't have anything yeah, to no, say. Now so I'm funny. like, shut up, bitch. You're For too days, much. it's like, I don't... I, didn't I tell you nothing to worry about? Didn't I? I sent you so many vomit emojis. I was going to like... <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, please take this chopstick away from me. <laughs> I might change his name from instead of cheaper than therapy to two chopsticks. <laughs> I swear two, to God. Two chopsticks on a couch. <laughs> like, but, uh, hold my beer. It's a I'm, good one too. I'm a whole, I'm okay. So I like to put sayings to stuff. So I'm a hold my beer and a, for all the people in the back that didn't uh, hear. Okay. I'm a, that's who I that's am. Who like, you are. um, you tell me I can't do something like bitch hold my beer yeah, like yeah, yeah. I got this like you say like oh it's too hard hold my beer right but if you say something that's profound and something that's like amazing just be like for all the people <laughs> in the back that didn't hear me <laughs> like, I always say like I will drop mid-sentence for all the people in the back and like I'm talking to someone but it's it's just in my head so hold my beer and for all the people, people in, in the, the back, back. I like those. Let's I like go. Those a lot. Let's go. So before I let you go. <laughs> oh, sh- before I let you finally, go. Finally, I was waiting for that. Um, no, because I try to keep it under an hour. That's all. Okay. Um, if not, the whole thing doesn't load. You can see how high tech my stuff is. Um, so for anyone going through any with this shit now, because I, I do believe that people who are fighting addiction, it's going to be harder to keep the good fight going. For people who are dealing, um, you, you know, with depression, with anxiety, because people, a lot of people have lost their jobs and, and we've seen it. A lot of my comedian friends are done um, yeah. until it starts again. Um, for anybody who's going through, like, and I'm not saying fix them or tell them it's going to be fine. I'm not saying that because we just, we covered that obviously, but what would you advise people to do during a time where their their backs are never against the wall as hard as it is now? My, and, and it's just gonna be just an opinion, not right. advice. My, no, I'm not giving advice. My, okay. for me personally, because I'm going through this too. I suffer from anxiety, depression, PTSD, OCD. Like you, every letter in the alphabet, you name it, I have it. Right. So I, you got to be crazy to treat crazy. So I, I am one of you. I am on your <laughs> level. Like I am, I am rock bottom, and I am high as high. Right. So I, I know both experiences. I know all mental illness. I just say, don't go backwards. Don't go backwards and be present. There's no, no one, no one can tell you what's happening in the next few weeks, in the next few months. No one, not even people that get the highest income in the world, the most like spiritual woke person that feels presence from another galaxy, whatever you want to call it. There's no guru. There's no president. There is no person. There is no guide even knowing what's coming next. I don't want you to live in the not knowing. I want you to live in the now and I want you to live in the present. And what can you do for yourself today that makes you get out of bed tomorrow? I want you to not go back to the past in that dark, dark, dark place in a basement that you paid rent in. I don't want you to go there. I want you to stay happy, stay positive, stay present, stay not isolated. Even though we're isolated, the hashtag right now is alone together. 
And that's what we are. We are alone together. So don't think that you're doing this alone. You're not. We're all in the same place. We all have different thoughts, but we're all at the same sentence saying like, what's next? So it's my on advice advice would be just to live of like, what can you do today that will make yourself better for tomorrow and not future? I don't want, as a therapist, I don't want you to think about your future because that's a fucking scary place right now. <laughs> and I don't advise that at right, all. Right. I don't want you to think about your future. I don't want you to think about like, if it doesn't happen in April 13th or Easter, whatever it is, April 12th, that like, I'm going back to work and April 13th, you don't go back to work. I don't want you to sit on April 13th thinking your life is over again. I want you to, the best thing you can do right now is live presently and live that tomorrow you still want to get up and keep going. And that's the only advice I can give as a mental health counselor. All right. Um, tell people if you want to find you anywhere. Or oh, you want to yes. Please, because I need money. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting no, this shit for right, free. <laughs> right, because I'm really good at this job. This was the timeshare. <laughs> no. Um, on Instagram and on Facebook, I am at Mental Health Mel. So, because I'm Melissa, so mm -hmm. mental health Mel, really easy to remember. I am Mick Thomas's friend yes, on Instagram because <laughs> we're mates <laughs> and we're buddies. But no, mental health Mel, reach out, text me, DM me, share anything you want to share. I am here for everybody because I am here for myself and I know we're all going through this. So alone together and that's how we're going to be. So all right that's a great message listen Melissa thanks so much for doing this I uh trying to get this together for weeks and I was looking forward to it and it's pretty my favorite conversation so far oh my god um sorry to everyone else who's had well, a conversation I was only talking the whole no, time no no this is my favorite conversation because it's a subject I I uh I really really adore so um thanks so much for being on the show thanks so much for listening everybody if you have any comments concerns email me or send me a message on my Instagram McThomas Comedy thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you again soon Good luck to you and be safe.